You're listening to the Leaving Inside Out podcast and I'm your host, Tux Aruturi. This is episode 54. Welcome to the Leaving Inside Out podcast where we are committed to stripping off the layers that hide your gift. Episode 54 is recognizing the pieces of your dream. Hey my friend, how are you today? I hope and pray that you have been thriving and resting following the previous episode. I hope that you spent the last couple of weeks listening to the voice on the inside, which is the voice that knows exactly where you are headed. If this is your first time listening to this amazing podcast, welcome and thank you so much for joining. It is such a pleasure and a joy and a privilege to speak into your life. And if it's not your first time, whether it's your second or third or 54th time listening, or even your 70th time listening, because We go back and listen to the good ones, don't we? Which is every single one. (laughs) They're all very good. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for staying with me, for riding with me, for trusting me, because words are powerful. And I always say that if you're going to change the trajectory of your life or take a hold of the direction your life is going, you need to start by taking a hold of what you're feeding your mind with because your mind is the engine room of your life. Your mind determines, or the things that go on in your mind determines what's going to come out, the life you're going to put out there. So thank you for trusting me to speak into your life. I feel so honored to be in this space, and I feel particularly blessed that my life has become a classroom for many people. And I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable sharing my mistakes and lessons and tree pops and joys and wins. This week has been awesome for me. It literally has been a miracle and I'll tell you why. We had a new staff member start at the baby cut shop and our team feels so complete. There is beauty in newness coming into your space because they come with fresh eyes, don't they? With enthusiasm and we in turn get to have new expectations of what they're bringing because everyone is gifted and if you've got someone coming into your space it means they are bringing their gifts with them as well. So my manager and I went out on a field visit Wednesday Wednesday, and it enabled me to explore the pieces of my dream. I'll explain. When you have a clear picture of the life you desire, the dream you are carrying, the goal you're working towards, you know that that picture is for the future. It's something you're working towards. But the space between where that vision stands and where you stand today is actually strewn with pieces of that picture. And so if you don't engage in regular visualization of that future, if you do not turn down the noise of your life, of everything that's happening around you, 
you're not going to recognize those pieces as you travel along and you might miss them. And so when we went out on this field visit and I was able to see the pieces of my dream because as I mentioned in the previous episode, I've been in this place of rest which has allowed me to remove the parts of my life or begin to remove the parts of my life that are not supposed to be there. And this means, this is everything from habits and activities and people even, you know, and things that we just do and engage in for the simple fact that they're there and we've identified them as good to do or good to hang out with or good to exercise just because we've identified something as having some usefulness in it does not make it necessarily good for us or useful for us. And so because I've been in this space of decluttering my my life and turning down the noise, my trip out on Wednesday allowed me to recognize the pieces that are from my future. And so noisiness and busyness and a lack of rest will cause your future to be distorted and it will look very different from what it really is. And whatever you're looking at internally, you're going to go on to produce. Your dream is a picture of your future and the ability to see that future in its pictorial form is a privilege and a blessing because can you even imagine leaving from one day to the next with zero idea of where you're headed? You know, just ambling on with no destination in mind, turning down the noise to see that picture, taking time out to be introspective is necessary because if you don't know what your future looks like, how will you recognize the snippets? So growth enables you to also recognize your limitations because yes, we're gifted and yes, we have these big dreams and imagination and all of that stuff and intentions are strong, but we also have limitations. Are you too lazy to pick up that chunk you just went past? Or is it that you don't recognize it? Or perhaps you have simply lost interest. So having a dream is one thing. But it's not going to materialize if you are not growing into the person that can recognize and put all the pieces together. But you know what blew my mind about getting a glimpse at this particular fragment of my future that I saw on Wednesday? It was the question that God asked me. He said, where will you put it? (laughs) And I was like, huh? And he repeated, Where will you put that dream? And as I pondered, it hit me that although I had great aspirations for my business, a piece of which I saw during the week, I had not yet let go of what I was holding because we're all holding something. We're holding our current life, our current career, our current business, our current relationships. Whatever it is we're working on from one day to the next is what we are holding on to. 
But if you're going to manifest a new dream, you're going to have to let go of the old. What really got me was that my old cost me way too much blood, sweat and tears. And I have held onto it tightly for years. It's kind of like the woman who's been dating a guy for 10 years and she's still waiting for that ring. But she won't give up the relationship because of her investment. There are investments that will yield a fixed return. Time is not going to increase that yield. Once you've got what you're getting out of it, that's it. And if that's what you've got, then it's time to let go so your hands are free to receive the next level dream. And there are investments that won't yield any results at all. Hey, <laughs> spending more sweat, more tears, more blood, more money will not convert it into a fruitful venture because it has reached its limit. It's like a hybrid, a hybrid fruit. A hybrid fruit like tangelo is produced when you cross a tangerine with pomelo or grapefruit. You get a sweet, juicy citrus fruit with great qualities. It's easy to peel. The juice is, is, is sweet. The color is rich. But you cannot plant a tangelo and produce more because hybrids are sterile, both in the plant and animal kingdoms. It's like mules and liger. I shared a podcast, an episode about this, and I don't remember what it was called, but it may have been something to do with other people's opinion, but I'm going to leave the link in the, in the notes below. It is actually a really, really good episode and you should listen to it. It's all about grafting on other people's opinions onto your opinion and trying to produce something from it. That's a good one. I remember that episode so well, and I'll actually go listen to it again. Other people's opinion crossed with your opinion will produce fruit that is sterile. Sterile means it's not going to go on to give you anything else. Anyway, <laughs> I say all of that to say, don't just dream a new dream. Also let go of the old. And all this talk and thoughts about dreams and pieces of it has led me to the very beginning when I started my business and you know, they say that life is lived forwards, but understood backwards. Well, I went to Italy a few weeks ago with my team to meet some of our suppliers. And it led to me pulling out lessons. I pulled out lessons that I was learning in this season from my suppliers, which I, I'm going to share. I wanted to share today, actually. But it also led me to thinking about what it was like when I first started the business and what my relationships with suppliers was like and generally how I got into the world of business, what my expectation was, the reality and the lessons that I learned then. But now looking backwards, I can see things clearer and I'd like to share some of my thoughts around that with you. The Leaving Inside Out podcast is about entrepreneurship, faith and mindset. And I do realize that I lean more toward the mindset part, but that's because I believe nothing can be produced in the physical realm without the mind. 
even if you've got the most superior part of you sorted, which is your spirit and your relationship with God, without an agile mind, you won't be able to translate those spiritual truths into physical realities because that's what the mind does. It is your life's engine room. It receives instructions or truths from your spirit, which is one with God, and then processes them into instructions for the body to carry out, which leads to results. And so my suppliers in Italy that we went to see started off as suppliers, you know, just business acquaintances. But today I can call them partners because they are just as invested in our success as we are ourselves. And I'll give you a backstory into why relationships are important and also pull out some takeaways that will help you as you dream and manifest. Are you ready? (laughs) Now buckle up. When I got into the business world, I didn't have any preconceived notions about business per se, such as manufacturers and tradesmen and suppliers and all of that stuff. That's the thing about being dropped into the deep end in an industry that you know nothing about. And worse, in a country that you've never lived in. If you don't know my story, here is the 15 second version. My husband and I decided to move to the United States because we were in love with the people and the place. And in that move, I entered into the world of furniture for babies and children. Then we lost everything and came back to the United Kingdom empty-handed, which was when I decided to research this market and start a business with £75 because I couldn't sit still and wait for the storm to pass. Catch the full episode in, or rather the full story in episodes one and two of this podcast. When you get into an industry that you know nothing about, and life hasn't yet taught you to be cynical, you go in with the highest expectations and you take everything in your stride. At least that's what happened to me. When you hear the phrase, business is tough and you've never been in business before, you don't immediately associate the toughness with people. You think finances and products and deliveries, right? So if you're considering going into an area of business that you know nothing about, let me tell you, you're in a good place because you have the opportunity to start on a clean slate without specific and expected fears tripping you up. So I got on really well with my suppliers in the United States, but imagine my shock (laughs) when I got to the UK and it wasn't quite the same. Lesson number one, because we're in class. (laughs) It's not personal, it's business. Our return to the United Kingdom was not a joyful one at all. We'd lost everything, but I had my experience. And so I tried to jump right back into business with great expectations. And I was not prepared for the rejection that I faced. It was humbling to say the least, because I went from companies begging me to sell their products to me (laughs) begging companies to let me sell theirs. But there is a lesson in every dark place you see, because 
every time I got a no, I'd take the specific objection and I would create a solution for it, which I save in my black book. <laughs> and with that, I built my little compendium of overcoming objections. The lesson here was that people are in business to make money. And if you don't fit the bill, it is unlikely they'd want to waste their time or even yours. What I thought was rejection was really just a business decision. Perhaps it hurt me particularly then because of the emotional state I was in. I was pregnant. I had newly delivered a baby. I had lost everything. And those things kind of have a special effect on you. I had a picture of what I wanted, which was a successful luxury baby furniture company. I believed that it was possible, but I was not prepared for the rejection that I faced. It's, it's tempting to interpret people's views or non-acceptance of your request as the rejection of your dream by the world. Keeping your vision in front of you will help you insist that the peace you see is yours and you'll stop at nothing to get a hold of it. That's why I say that emotions are powerful, but they make bad leaders. Don't allow feelings of rejection or dismissal or any other powerful emotion to school you on what is yours and what isn't. The second lesson I want to offer you is the solution to the problem is hidden in the problem. So one evening, and if you're a regular listener, you have heard this story. And if you're on social media, I shared this just a couple of weeks ago. One evening after I had been running my online boutique for about four years or so, I received a number of emails. They all said the same thing. Remove our products from your website. No explanation. No preamble. <laughs> One of them copied me into an email which I probably was not supposed to see and I read the full thread. A competitor had written to all my suppliers and asked to be the only one allowed to sell their items. She added that she would do better in sales than I was doing. I remember going for a run, mostly so I could cry without my kids seeing me. But also, I wanted to get rid of that pent-up fear slash anger slash uncertainty, whatever it was that was building up within me. But by the time I came back, I'd had a conversation with God and we agreed. I'll build my own range of furniture and no one will tell me how and when or where to sell them. And so the journey to creating the BCS collection began. It took a few years, but the collection launched in January of last year, 2021, and it is doing well. Oh, and that competitor who did the rounds to all of my suppliers went out of business, I think maybe about a year or two after she pulled that stunt. And this leads me to lesson three. When you walk through an open door, close the door behind you, not because you want to keep other people out, but so that you do not walk backwards and out again in fear. I met a wonderful 
English craftsman and he showed me all the possibilities. We began to create my collection together. I drew some rough sketches and he did the technical drawings and we were both really excited. It was a journey we were embarking on together. The production was to be in five stages. The first stage was me coming up with the concepts, the ideas, the drawings of what, the sketches rather, of what I wanted. And check got through that. The second stage was financially heavy, which was producing the technical drawings of what I wanted. And yes, I did that as well, check. But the third stage <laughs> was heavier and I got scared and I chickened out. I couldn't proceed or I didn't proceed because I believed that further down the line, by the time I got to stage four, I will not be capable of carrying on. God taught me a powerful lesson in that season. Don't make future plans based on your current limited resources and your resources isn't just funds but ideas and creativity and people or human resources are included one of my go-to quotes is you don't have to see the whole staircase you just need to take the first step so if you're in a place of uncertainty and you can see your vision clearly but you're struggling to see how on earth you'll ever get there. Just take that one step. I was in conversation with a fellow businesswoman yesterday, a friend of mine, and she said that she is now doing the things that she initially wanted to do, but she'd been, she'd been discouraged from doing so by advisors. It's been years, but she's grown up now and she realizes that her first instincts were correct. How often does that happen? <laughs> Daily, I seem to be coming face to face with a piece of my dream that I ignored a long time ago, thanks to the advice of somebody or the sheer fear that I had. My friend, thankfully, has come full circle, but she regrets the wasted time. I'm not against receiving advice from people, I'm not against asking people their opinion, but you do have to be intentional and selective about whom you're asking. I read a post earlier this week that made me chuckle and she was expressing her disbelief at people who wouldn't go to the doctor that has studied for years and practiced for decades, but will rather try a remedy suggested by an undereducated influencer selling MLM products. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's seek wise counsel, yes, but first turn down the noise to hear what your spirit is saying. Here's why these three lessons are necessary. I want you to begin to cultivate the practice of recognizing the parts of your future that are strewn around today. But I also want you to identify the blockers that stop you from picking them up. It's not that difficult. <laughs> it may sound like it is, but it isn't. All you need to do is accept the truth that you don't know it all and it's okay. 
but be open to the possibility, the likelihood even, the certainty, let's go there, (laughs) that you will know all you need to know as you journey because God has equipped you with everything you require, whether you can see them or not. Now, today marks exactly two years that the Living Inside Out podcast was launched and I want to say a huge thank you for tuning in to listen, for sharing, for reviewing this. I appreciate you so much and I'm excited about what Living Inside Out is becoming. I've got some plans including a mentoring program because I cannot keep on saying no to people who ask and using my business and business and time as an excuse. And plus, I know that I was created to share the truths that God reveals to me literally every day. So stay tuned, people. If you haven't subscribed to this inspirational podcast, What are you waiting for? I also ask that you kindly review it on the Apple Podcast app and also, 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 also send this episode to one person that will benefit from it. And I thank you, my dear friend Femi, who sent it to 50 people. I am grateful. Until next time, dream. Dream.